it's fine. We can talk. Okay. Well, you know, I'm I'm here with a, a scholar here at the NCBS uh, 2020 um, conference, and um, I'll, I'll let him state his name and uh, you know what his research is and everything. So, so how you doing so far? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, just yeah. you know, tell everybody your name and okay. uh, where you're from. My name uh, is Hutato Shai. Uh, I'm an associate professor uh, of political science and uh, the head of department of cultural and political studies at the University of Limpopo uh, in South Africa. Uh, in terms of my research, uh, my research uh, transcends the field of uh, African politics uh, and international uh, relations. Uh, uh, in particular, I, I specialize with the study of the post-Cold War United States of America's foreign policy uh, towards uh, the, the Africans, African states. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm also a, a, you know actively you know involved um, uh, in teaching and co you know, community engagement, and uh, the, the common thread. Uh, what emerges very strongly in terms of my research uh, teaching engagement is that all of my initiatives and projects are foregrounded uh, on the you know, theory of um, uh, Afrocentricity. And for me, the, the, the conference of the National Council of um, Black Studies, uh, I find it to be really uh, progressive. Yeah. Yeah. As as I was I, I was saying, um, I first participated in an NCBS uh, conference here in Atlanta uh, a year before last. That's uh, 2018. Okay. And this is my my second participation. And from time to time, when I come, I always come with you know a few of my st my students or, or colleagues. Uh, but uh, what I like about uh, this conference is particularly the the the, the quality uh, of the debates and uh, also the passion uh, about you know the the African cause, uh, the Afrocentric cause. Uh, commitment to the development and promotion uh, of Africana studies. Uh, it's so ironic that I'm based in Africa, uh, in South Africa in particular. The field of uh, Africana studies uh, uh, is not well established in most of our universities, and you understand. This is a, it's a weakness that can be largely attributed to the, the apartheid history of uh, our country, uh, wherein really uh, the desire uh, to study the life and experience of the African people has never been a, a priority or of interest, especially by those who are in power. Here I'm talking about uh, the white minority uh, regime. So, for me, once or twice in a year, coming to the you know 
or in your two years' time coming to the NCBSA. Uh, it's, it's more of a, a ritual. I use this conference as a platform uh, to draw uh, knowledge, uh, expertise, uh, but even resilience. Uh, because in as much as in my university we do not necessarily have a program on Africana studies, but the knowledge that uh, one draws from this uh, conference and the partnerships that we strike, uh, you know, becomes very important in terms of, you know, influencing, infusing the Afrocentric, the African flavor in the existing, you know, academic disciplines that we have. So it's very, very much important for me to say, and as much as I teach, you know, political science in international relations, uh, the mere fact that I teach politics, international relations, in a historical black university, in a university in Africa, it becomes my moral and humanitarian responsibility to ensure that my research, my teaching and community engagement truly reflects the setting and the experiences and the livelihood of the students that I am I'm teaching. This um, conference has always been a success. I think even this one has been a, a, a success, but one has to acknowledge the fact that really the, 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 recent, um, no, the recent corona pandemic uh, has really negatively you know, impacted on some of the logistical arrangements. Uh -huh. uh, one, one of the reasons why I always come here and uh, why will my students want to be in this company is my wish is you come to the U.S., you come to the NCBSM conference. NCBSM conference has proven to be a home for what one will call, may call the big guns, the who of the who, the who, who is who of the Afrocentric discourse. Definitely. I'm talking about Mulefekete Ashante, Maulana Karenga, Amama Zama, all of those people. They could not make it to the conference. I think I'm a little bit disappointed. But I understand that. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that um, is because of um, especially when it comes to the, the, the pilots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the fact that you, like you said, you speak to your research and, and how you are incorporating it in South Africa, and um, you know the influence that neocolonialism has played in the uh, the in, the I guess the inabilities for you to be able to uh, truly you know reach certain people. Yeah. You know, and how um, in that in that regard, I know some of my research. I you know I've I've studied uh, Amilcar Cabral and yeah. Aguiwatiago yes. and uh, Arma. You know, some of these individuals who are trying to combat, um, you know, individuals who think that uh, civic nationalism is something that 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 should be applauded, or uh, ethnic nationalism is something that should be applauded. But you know, they were trying to get people to understand it's more cultural. You know, if you if you can approach things from a cultural lens and have a cultural nationalistic uh, perspective, you know, that could be more fruitful in combating, you know, neocolonialism and how, um, you know, I know like Nguyen Watiago talked about speaking in Gayuku, and he said that that's the only thing that he would publish in because that's a political act, you know, to say that he would no longer write in a uh, colonizer's tongue. You know, that's something that speaks volumes in his ability to reach the masses that naturally or normally wouldn't get his message. 
you know, because he's speaking in English. Yeah. But he he does understand that his base, his constituency, uh, does not speak English on a daily basis. And um, you know, again, I, I I do applaud you, you know, in that regard. You know, um, hopefully, I'll be able to research, you know, look up some of your research in the future. You know, definitely. Sure, sure. No, I think this is um, this is uh, quite an an important conversation. Uh, which need to be uh, sustained beyond the conference, uh, even beyond the United States of, of America, because I must say it's so embarrassing that uh, the, the seriousness at which black studies, Africana studies is taken here in the, U in the U U U US, uh, it's so commendable. Uh, it cannot be found anywhere in Africa. Hmm. Uh, yet, the Africa is where everything was supposed to be, you know, really deeply rooted. But you, you also understand, uh, especially when one looks at um, the country where I come from, uh, South, uh, South Africa, the, the, the professoriate in my country does not uh, provide a true reflection of the population dynamics. The majority of the people in South Africa are black people, but yet we've got very few pro uh, professors who are black. The majority of the students in that country are black people, yet we've got very, very few black professors. Oh. So, so this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge, and it, it is on that basis wherein you find that the higher education sector is not only dominated by you know uh, the caucasian the white people uh, uh, in, you know in terms of presence uh, but in terms of the the knowledge systems um, the theories uh, the epistemologies uh, uh, the concepts uh, the paradigms uh, uh, that uh, dominate the knowledge industry in in my country uh, south africa uh, do not speak to the you know daily lived experiences of the majority of that country. So really, uh, black studies, uh, Africana studies, uh, it is timely. Uh, we may not be able to establish, have maybe you know solid programs in Africana studies overnight. Uh, but it is very, very much important that uh, the, the the fundamental principles of Black Studies, Africana Studies, be infused in the existing programs that we offer in our universities in Africa. It's a launching pad of ultimately having a fully-fledged programs on Africana Studies. I know there are you know few universities like the University of Cape Town. They do have a program on Africana Studies. But you know what? Who is at the University of Cape Town? It's a South African university, but purely the University of Cape Town is a, it's a white university. Access you know, by black people uh, is, is, is quite limited because uh, the, the admission uh, you know, policies, um, the tuition fee, the manner in which it's pitched, it's pitched in such a way that an ordinary you know, black person from a financially disadvantaged background find it very difficult 
to enter into the University of Cape Town. And they, most of the you know, black people uh, from the disadvantaged background end up being reduced to historical black universities, uh, which by their very own nature, when uh, they were established, you will understand, given the history of uh, apartheid in our own country, historical black universities have never been meant to capacitate the black people, to make a black person to be independent, to make a black person to be able to liberate himself and help to liberate his community and the black folk. But historical black universities in, in my account have always been an extension of apartheid, an extension of imperialism. They were mainly geared uh, towards fostering what in public policy analysis we term incapacity training reducing the ability of a black person uh, to you know being a, a servant of you know the white community the white government you know and what have you thank you oh yeah definitely yeah. I mean, when, like i said i know you're about to uh, have your uh coffee and everything you yeah know? thank you for sharing everything with me like i said i'll, I'll get your contact information and um yeah you know, if anybody on the podcast wants to, you know, extend anything, just yeah. let me know. I can, um, I, like I said, I'll, I'll send you, you know, the raw feed if you want me to. That way you can listen to it yourself and let oh, me know yes. what you might yes. not want in. And yeah. Not. And what university are you based at? I'm sorry? What institution are you based at? Oh, uh, I'm at uh, Clark Atlanta University. Oh. Yeah, huh? yeah Clark Atlanta University. I'm a PhD candidate in oh. uh, African American Studies. My uh, research is on uh, black megachurches. And um, I'm looking at their participatory levels and social justice. Okay, and do activism. you have your card? Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, basically what I, I actually want to come to South Africa as well as Nigeria to uh, do an assessment of whether or not um, the churches here in America are conducive to the ones, say, like TB Joshua in Nigeria okay. or some of the others in, in Nairobi and Kenya. You know, a lot of people don't realize that... Um, you know, some of them have had statements on Boko Haram and yeah. what's going on in Nigeria. Yeah. Others don't, you know, yeah, but yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know some of the largest mega churches yeah. are in Africa. And, um, you know, and it's just a, a lot of, I mean, really, I'm looking at the organization of, of, of African Americans and how we, or Africans, and how spirituality ties into that, yeah. you know, that unification of us as being people, you know. No, I think you told me, we spoke about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, uh, yesterday, uh, yeah, we uh, had a, had a yeah. brief understanding. I remember, I even hinted yeah. that. But so, the fact that we so, have your information now, it works out perfectly. Because, I, like I said, I'm, I'm also trying to organize some things to, uh, to help get speakers here in, 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 at Clark Atlanta, you know, with our department. And, oh, um, no. Yeah, definitely. So I'm, it, I'm, I'm definitely trying to build, build a uh, repertoire with individuals here. It's very, um, you know, that's why some of our colleagues up there were talking yeah. about it just now. So No, it's, um, it's, no, it's very important. Yes, sir, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'll definitely keep in touch. It's sure, and, sure. Uh, and like I said, you know, um, on my card, you know, my podcast is on my card. You can look at that all day. Yeah. Um, you know, I had, like I said, my presentation on a Mill Carker Brawl and, and Googie Watiago, that's yeah, on there. Sure, sure, sure. Um, that was at the um, Af African Heritage Studies Association conference that was here. Okay. Uh, John Henry Clark was one of the founders. So, yeah, um, yeah. you know, by all means, I'll let you get to your uh, get to your work and everything too. So, no thanks. Yes, thanks sir. Thank thanks you. Very much. Uh -huh. Yes, thanks.